GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to GalaxyCon Live, where we bring the convention experience directly to you. I'm your host for today's panel, Mario Bueno. Since its debut in the pages of Shonen Jump in 1996, Kazuki Takahashi's manga has gone on to inspire the long-running card game and multiple anime series. We are going to be focusing on one of the original ones, debuting in Japan in the year 2000, brought over to the United States in 2001. This is the English-language cast of the original Yu-Gi-Oh! So without further ado, let's jump right into it and start bringing them to our virtual stage so that you can ask them all your wonderful questions. We're going to begin with someone who you know as the voice of Amy Rose in Sonic X, Oshawott in Pokemon, Miss Dorothy Mindy Blair Flanagan in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and Serenity Wheeler in Yu-Gi-Oh! Please welcome to our virtual stage, Lisa Ortiz. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Hi, doing all right. How are awesome. you? Oh, doing just fine. Excited to be uh, speaking to all of y'all. <laughs> Had a I great time speaking to this cast in my my first GalaxyCon, actually. Uh, so it's it's great to be bringing everyone back. Glad to have you in the fold for today's uh, panel as well. So thank you for being this here. Awesome. <laughs> and also joining us here on our virtual stage, you know them as the voice of Gory Gabrieve in Slayers, Brock and James in Pokemon, and of course, Seto Kaiba in Yu-Gi-Oh! Please welcome Eric Stewart to our virtual stage. Welcome, welcome. Oh, hey, what's going on? Good to see you. <laughs> Look at this cool guy being cool at all times. <laughs> no, but for real, thanks for uh, being back here with us. Uh, always happy to, to have you. And uh, I know that you have a very big day uh, ahead of you, or rather a big evening ahead of you. So uh, before we bring on anyone else, uh, would you mind uh, sharing that one? <laughs> yes, my youngest daughter is graduating high school this evening. So I might be leaving a couple of minutes early so that I can make it across town uh, in uh, rush hour traffic to get there and wave to her in the giant stadium. <laughs> but for real, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. I imagine we'll have some uh, virtual clapping going on in the chat uh, in Fantastic. support of this wonderful milestone. So congratulations, Thank and thanks for being back here with us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And joining us next on our virtual stage, you know them as the voice of Nurse Joy and Evie in Pokemon, Monkey D. Luffy in the four kids dub of One Piece, and Mana, Dark Magician Girl, and My Valentine in Yu-Gi-Oh! Please welcome to our virtual stage, Erica Schroeder. Welcome, welcome. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey. hey Eric, congratulations. <laughs> Have fun tonight. It sounds Thank so you. exciting. Thank Good you. Good to you, Lisa. Hi. Love your face off. <laughs> I have no face by in the panel. Done, done, done. <laughs> and also joining us on our illustrious panel today, you know them as the voice of Michelangelo in the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and of course, the voice of Joey Wheeler in Yu Gi Oh! Please welcome Wayne Grayson back to our virtual stage. Hello, hello. Oh. I wasn't ready. Where was the spit take? Hi, everyone. It's my brother, Joey. It's sister, Serenity. It's my boyfriend, Joey. Controversial. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> well, we've got the, the the whole Wheeler family here today. That is fantastic. Welcome back, Wayne. Uh, always happy to have you here at the GalaxyCon stage. Oh, it's a pleasure. Good to be back. <laughs> and also coming back to join us tonight, you know them as the voice of Splinter in the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Maximilian Pegasus in Yu-Gi-Oh! Please welcome back Darren Dunstan to our virtual stage. Hello, hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hi. 
It is going. It is going. Glad to have you back. Uh, how is it going over on your end? It's going great. Look at all these old faces. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> you all look timeless. I love that everyone did a zinger at the same time and I didn't hear any of them. Not a word. <laughs> oh man. And, and having the last word before we get into our first words from our wonderful galaxy con live viewers, we wouldn't be complete without the man himself, Yugi Moto, who is also known as Knuckles the Echidna in Sonic X and Sonic the Hedgehog. Please welcome Yugi Moto from Yu-Gi-Oh! himself, Dan Green, to our virtual stage. Hello, hello. Wow, I wish I was yeah. as important as that. I, I feel very special. <laughs> but you are very special. And you also have, uh, you know, the I, I was thinking about this all through the pre-show. You, you have this, like, Queen cover album. I was going to say, yeah, is it Beatles? <laughs> yeah. You got the, sure. like, the perfect lighting, you know, right? you got the, the, the hair. You perfect. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Right, I'll mind that I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know someone's going to screen cap that and, and like, tag you later. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Uh, but again, thank you so much for being here, Dan. Always a pleasure to have you over oh, here at the Galaxy stage. And uh, we are going to start off before we jump into our first fan question by uh, doing a quick little uh, throwback to our last gathering. Now, I know, Lisa, you weren't here uh, for, for that panel, but again, glad to have you. I was recovering. I was recovering in the <laughs> hospital. Your face oh. <laughs> when I took your face off. Yep. Exactly. You took my face off. You need to duel to get my surgery for that. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, a, that's a statement about our healthcare system right there. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, in all seriousness, we have we have a very hard hitting throwback that we we need to address. It was the last question that we had in our last gathering back in February, and I think it's the question that is on everybody's minds. I'm putting this squarely on the shoulders of Eric and Darren because you guys were were basically taking point on this. When are we getting the Yu-Gi-Oh cast musical album? Oh, right, <laughs> right, right. yeah. Because we were talking that. about all the songs we could do. Right mm -hmm. in this cast, because I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone in this cast can sing. So They'll let us do it. Yeah. We <laughs> sing? Do it. Question mark. No, no Wayne. I've yeah, you can. You yes, I totally can. I you know, I've got what? a great idea for an album cover. Plain and simple. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. Dan's already got the album cover. We're, yeah. we're like most away there. <laughs> I did talk to the powers that be and did mention it to. Did you? Oh, wow, for real. What and there was no hard. There wasn't a hard no. So that's that's something, right? Oh, yeah, fans, so. you better was it ask nicely. Yes. Ask nicely. Be polite. Oh, Wayne. Right. They said no. To, they said no to Wayne, but everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> they just Wise choice. Wayne's on cowbell. He's on cowbell. Open words. Open words. We were trying to figure out the, the song. Like there was a read. There was some sort of uh, uh, the conversation was getting us into a certain genre of music that we were talking right. about. Doing. Yeah, that was very bad. Yeah, that was a while ago. And I was drinking then. So I don't really remember that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's OK. It's, it's, it's been since February. I've done a whole bunch more panels. And okay, so I'm good. surprised I even remembered. But it was one okay. of those things. I was like, oh, oh, no, this 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 was definitely a thing. That we need to we need to address totally. this very, very hard hitting question. The guest started. <laughs> We're working good. on it. Good. So there we go. You you have it from the cast themselves. They are working on it. Uh, Dan's already got the album cover ready to go. We we are 
all we are all set for the Yu-Gi-Oh! music cast album. Right. But in, in all seriousness, let's actually jump right into our fan questions because I know we have uh, limited time with Eric. So let's see how many of these we can get to before he's got a skedaddle. This first one is from mm. Brooke. What is your favorite role of all time? That I played or some other actor did? I believe it's meant for you individually, but I will happily accept both. So <laughs> um, uh, my favorite role. See, that's hard because it's kind of like picking your favorite child, and my parents still haven't done that, and I'm an only child. Um, so I would have to say um, I probably find James from Team Rocket to be one of my favorites. I always like the comedic bad guys. Um, you couldn't really have an entire episode of Team Rocket because it would be a little bit too much. But there are moments of being in there um, and making people laugh um, with some jokes that maybe they had to revisit later and go, oh, that's what he really meant. Um, I always <laughs> like that. I, you know, I used to root for like um, in Wacky Racers, I used to root for Dick Dastardly and Muttley because they made me laugh. Now, they never won. They almost always won. Right. Um, but that's because they made me laugh as a kid. So. I would have to say James is probably towards the top. I'm sorry to disappoint all the Brock and Kaiba fans, but you know, I prefer the comedy stuff. Who's next? Shall I go next? We all go oh, for it. Okay. Well, it's I'm gonna do a fun thing here because Ooh. you know, so many of my favorite directors are here with me. <laughs> so I'm gonna say my Valentine with Eric. Evie with Lisa, Emma Frost with Dan, and Akiza with Darren. Because those are four of my favorite roles, and these are four of my favorite directors. And Wayne can't direct his way out of the paper, but he just doesn't. Just like he can't don't even ask him for direction either. Yeah, don't even ask him for direction. He can't direct you to the bathroom in his own house. If he were scary, right. he'd say, "Turn left." It's like the second right. door. No way, the first. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd be back where you started. But anyway, I'm done. That was easy. I cheated. Sorry. Very diplomatic. That was. Yeah, exactly. I had to make a choice between my the big three I do and no fan, and you. No you encompassed all of that. You, you were like, yeah, they're they're all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, me, me, I, I generally go with I love Joey and Mikey equally. But as much time has passed since we started working on these shows, Joey's hung around the longest. So Joey's burrowed his way into my soul. Uh, I, Joey's my favorite. He's hilarious he's uh it helps me exercise a lot of my own demons i love the voice and uh he, he's a good pal to his friends and uh, a guy you can really count on to lose a duel i'll say see, that's joey too uh it's funny watching back i was because a lot of the stuff is streaming again i was watching some of it um and some other stuff but i was watching it online and i it's so good it's so good watching watching through it and like watching serenity i'm like she's so innocent and sweet and and nice and all the things that she does she's tough as tough as nails in there but i do have to say that for the same reason that eric said it i still will probably always go with lena because oh, she was a comedy, she was a badass. She had like super, like she had serious moments, everything that she could do. And it was, and that was, I, I you know, patented her off of Mae West. So in a weird way. So and you it was vaudeville. Fantastic job with oh, that. Exactly. Still one of my favorites. Oh, still one of my favorites that you've done. Yep. And I got to light things on fire, which I do now just for fun, but it's not as good anymore. Yep. What was that thing that happened to your face? 
Consequences. <laughs> Erica loved it all. That's what happened. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, didn't I would say Pegasus just because mm. he was the first. He was my first. And, uh, <laughs> you know, smooth on the voice. And, yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. Eric guided me kindly <laughs> to some sort of performance. And, yeah, <laughs> we'll fix it in post. He said that a lot. <laughs> I don't think I ever Did said <laughs> No, you were, it was great. It was a perfect character for you. You played him great. I thought it was, it was I thought it times. was still, and at the, you get the subtleties of his humor as well in his evilness. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what was so great about him. So, yeah. Thank you. Yes. I'm assuming you mean, you know, dubbing stuff and animation stuff and um you know, Yami and Yugi, can you count those as one character? I, I guess sort of in this conversation you could. And I certainly, I couldn't be more grateful for that in my life. Um, and uh, so so that's sort of like a no dub. But there are a close, uh, some close seconds. Um, Genya from the, the redub of Giant Robo. I did at NYAV Post many years ago. Oh, I, I get to go crazy that. in that role, <laughs> which is so easy for me to relate to. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> And then also yeah. I did um, many, many years ago when it was age appropriate, I did the role of the gentleman caller in the Glass Menagerie at Yale. And that was a lot of fun. I got to work with Joe Chaikin, who was a well-regarded director at that time. Oh He's my God, past I but... did not know that. Yeah. That is freaking cool. Anybody who knows that player, Reza, it, it's sort bit. of like that when, when that character comes on, it's like a little one-act play in and of itself. So I didn't know that Joe nice Chaikin directed it. That's so cool. Yeah. Google that, people. I dubbed myself <laughs> in that role, which was weird on stage. <laughs> Oh, but there was a you puppet. I think only you grow your hair out. Right. <laughs> Some viewers are like, "Is that possible? Is Dan Green at all serious? Not on that one." Uh, fantastic. And it's, it's also so interesting to hear, you know, the, the theater background once again coming into all this, uh, certainly in a lot of the GalaxyCon chats I've had, uh, not just with this crew, but also, you know, multiple other uh, English language adaptation crews. A lot of them have their background in theaters. So it's nice to hear that, you know, that that theater background uh, still leaves that uh, that that resonant uh, impact on you, uh, even moving into this particular field. Well, and, yeah, and Eric, well, well, he doesn't, well, he hasn't taken the stage as an actor. He's taken the stage as a performer probably more times than all of us combined. Uh, <laughs> True. Doing his shows, so, I mean, there, yeah. there's something to that, you know, being in a space, relating to people, putting yourself out there, trying to say something, whether it's in a play or music, you know, there's, I think, a lot more consistency than inconsistency. That's hmm. definitely true. Rock and roll. Uh, so we're now going to move on to our next question. This one is coming at us from Michael. Do you ever find yourself speaking in character away from recording? Well, I, I've yeah. told the story many, many times that Joey's voice is my natural accent. So, yeah, I fall into that voice quite a bit. <laughs> I worked really, really hard to get rid of it when I went to college because I wanted to be a serious actor and do the classical theater, and I still do. But uh, the biggest job I've had to this day is going back to my natural accent. <laughs> <laughs> Irony. If you're talking about the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, then yeah, Akiza is like the closest to my voice. It's very close to home. So yes, I find myself talking like Akiza very often because it's pretty much me. Um, <laughs> maybe just a little bit higher, you know. Um, but yeah, but also I have. I think we all have. <laughs> alter egos, you know, voices that we go to for joke and play. And mine is like an old smoker lady that you heard <laughs> earlier today. <clears throat> and this old English woman, 
she has not like really come alive, you know, for us yet in any sort of animation, but um, we often It'll see happen. as our yeah. characters. She'll yeah, have a role on the album. I do. <laughs> there we go. When, I, when my kids were little, um, we had a thing where uh, they really liked a cartoon that I directed and played a small character in called Viva Pinata. Um, I played Aww. Pecky Pudgeon, who was basically, you know, I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, but um, I did not have that accent growing up. But all of my friends in the neighborhood, they did. So I never got a chance to actually play a Brooklyn character in any of the cartoons that I've worked on. So when this came up, I said, I want to play this as basically like in a Joe Pesci kind of thing. And um, but the rule was with my kids, if we went out to a restaurant and I ordered in that accent, no matter where we were in whatever state we were in, um, I had to continue it through the whole meal because you didn't want to. You didn't want to then make the the the, the you know the, the waiter or the waitress feel like they were you know like fooled, right? So for the whole meal, and maybe maybe that's why I'm you know divorced. But I um, mean that's kind of, <laughs> it, it become a little annoying. But yes, I, I do that, and also um, I think I I go into that uh, Brooklyn thing. Um, when I'm a little upset. <laughs> That's definitely the go-to voice for, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> that will happen. Home base. It's hard right. to not be upset with the accent. Pardon me. I'll find I slip into it occasionally when I'm directing, especially if the character's like, I don't know, snaky or... Um, flirty or um, I, yeah and all of a sudden I'm like oh crap I'm doing it and I hope they don't <laughs> think I'm I hope they don't think I'm just trying to get them to do my right, version of right. you know what I mean model like, where I'm right <laughs> right make it your own say it like this yeah. <laughs> perfect delivery I uh, mm. I slip into a Joey Wheeler more often than I don't on the most of the days <laughs> right. which is ironic that I didn't have the accent when it was there but I do it it's true but uh but they did. But I do remember. I do remember coming out of a session once. Um, I had been. I don't know. I'd been working for like four hours, and it was just like going across the street in a busy day, and I'm going through traffic, and I was like, "Oh, sorry." Uh, and I was making like I was like uh, every time I moved, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm doing reactions <laughs> in the street." That's I'm awesome. like, "I need, I need a nap." <laughs> I was like, doing oh. reactions. Yeah, I was like, That's "Oh, ah, oh. <laughs> like, now I need to make the oh. You make that sound fun. I want to do that now. Did it, did it make you want to fall down a manhole cover or something like that? You know, like they do in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all the time. Yeah. <laughs> have your have your eyes peeking out, just like bloop, bloop. <laughs> yeah. For for myself, um, when the kids are doing something that they need to stop doing, I do slip into Yami. So that's a bit similar <laughs> to, to what Eric said. Oh. You're on your last warning. Right. Yeah, and you do also <laughs> yell, Kaiba. <"Kaibo." laughs> right. And then they're like, Dad, who's Kaiba? Why do you keep calling me Kaiba? Um, but it also that question also reminds me. So like um my wife Michael was also doing voiceover work. And so and and and, and people who would meet us are like, Oh, you both do voiceover work. So do you do funny voices at home? And Michael and I were like, Oh no, 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 no. And then we thought about it, we're like, Oh. Yeah, we do. This <laughs> <laughs> is a means of expressing ourselves, not, you know, any particular character. But anyway. I love it. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, we have finally found the answer to your burning question, uh, question, Michael. So let's find uh, the answer to our next burning question. This one is from Jack. What is your favorite monster design from oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, presumably? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
There's that one art, that, there's um, a lot of good designs. There's, I mean, the artists are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, though, uh, what is Jinzo is weird. I like that weirdo kind of Clive Barker Cenobite thing. But mm -hmm. really, I don't know what Jinzo is. I just know I've played it a lot. It's, it gets a good reaction from the fans and it looks really messed up. I like it. I want to, I got to Google these now. I want to see what that looks like. <laughs> I don't remember. I always get kind of creeped out and nauseous when, um, Thousand Eyes Restrict is this one, and it's got like a million creepy eyeballs. I don't know. It's a card that 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 usually people bring by at conventions, and it's pretty creepy. Look it up. <laughs> is Jinzo with the J? J I N Z O, I think. Yeah. Okay, just gonna have a look. This may sound like a cop out, but I really do like Dark Magician's design, and um, and of course they do some really interesting things with Dark Magician Girl from time to time. <laughs> depending how she's depicted. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that because that helps me segue into mine. I just <laughs> like the Dark Magician Girl cards. They're really, really, the, the design, you know, there's a lot of diagonals. And as an artist myself, I just, I like the way that, that she's drawn. I just, but I also love um, a ton of them. My, my son has a major collection. And the first thing he does when he gets new cards is show me the design. He gets really excited about it. It's cute. Oh, cool. They're, they're very cool. cool. Yeah. I like any blue eyes white dragon, except they're for the awesome. tune, except for I'll the tune ones. He but I will say that. this, my least favorite card, and not because of the design, I have to just segue here, is one that we could never agree on how to pr pronounce because different people at the company had different versions of what they wanted to call it. And that would be Harpy Lady Sister, Harpy's Lady Sister, Harpy <laughs> Lady's Sisters. Somebody <laughs> tell me what the name of that card is. I never realized that. I was Harpy, oh, yeah. <laughs> Harpy Lady Sisters, I thought it was. Are they I the sisters it. of Harpy Lady or are they Harpy? No, that's they're like hilarious. sometimes <laughs> when there would be no S's. And I'm like, somebody help Thank me you. out here. Which word gets Eric, right. emphasis? It's we to Eric, we're going to lay it down. We're going to lay it down ask, all five ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Five yeah. versions. Yeah. Yeah. Five tracks. Megan, if you remember saying <laughs> it a couple different ways. <laughs> but, I think I only remember saying it one way, but that's too funny. Eric, there was a convention we were at in, in Florida, and they had the statue of the Blue Eyes. Yes, where I did the picture. That was amazing. Wasn't that the that was coolest amazing. thing? It was I, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Model? I have it yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Konami. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a hell to check it through amazing. luggage. <laughs> I'm a Blue Eyes White Dragon fan, and I also like Karibo. Was that the one? Karibo, yeah. Small? Karibo, Karibo. Yeah. My kids, my kids wanted a Karibo stuffy. Yeah. Aww. Aww. with eyes. Everybody yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. Uh, we hope that answers your question. Let's uh, go on to the next one. Uh, this one is from Aaron. Oh, all right, all right. We're we're asking we're asking the crossover questions now. So could Yugi possibly handle the power of Marvel's Infinity Stones trademark? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, I guess I should comment. Um, in my heart, I want to say that Yugi has the strength internally, but if I'm being a geek, absolutely not. He's a boy. No, no, no. He's a human boy. You know, these, <laughs> these things matter. <laughs> right. Don't <Yeah>. die. <laughs> but could the Pharaoh? It, it, it almost, yeah, but could Yami. 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 They said Yugi. I know, but I'm asking uh, you, could Yami? Yami's already dead. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I think I'm so. thinking, yeah. <laughs> or he's already, you know, yeah, immaterial. 
He could handle yeah. it. Right. <laughs> He's been around. I think so. Mm-hmm. He's got this Yami, one. yes. Yami would help Yugi wield the Infinity Stones. That's gonna be so we got a new series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, coming next fall. Eric right. will be pitching it. That's there totally. We yeah, it. We're writing it right now. We'll, we'll call them the Forever Stones to get around any copyright stuff. Forever Rock. There we go. <laughs> yeah, the Forever Rock. Done. Any other uh, general takes on this, or shall we move on to our next question? I think we've. Uh, I, we've I think it's covered. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we are we are unanimously behind Dan's answer uh, with extra points to uh, to Eric for that one. Uh, so just a quick reminder, since we are at the halfway mark here, there is still time to get your one to ones with our wonderful guests. And even though Eric does have to bounce, he will still be doing one to ones tomorrow. So keep that in mind if you are interested in doing a one to one. All of that is at GalaxyCon.com. So feel free to check that out. Let's move on to our next question this one is from sean oh we're going back to musical territory here mm-hmm. what song from hamilton the musical oh, would your character sing i think darren should answer this one first. oh yeah he should answer for everyone yeah. <laughs> could you give yeah. me an answer darren because i don't have it's one like yeah, back yeah. To musical theater class. An i have an answer i'm not going to sing it you know that one i'm just like my country young scrappy and hungry and I'm not going to throw away my shack. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I was actually thinking that Angelica thing. Like, it would be fun to do it as my Akiza and Dark Magician Girl and sing all the three sisters in that song. Yeah, what about, the only me? Thing what I about me? What's the song that the king that other sings? Song, the, the king. king That's the, what I mean. The, the, I was thinking uh, Pegasus yeah. would sing that. Yeah, yeah. That's a Pegasus tune. Mm-hmm. That's a good role, yeah. too. You just... You drop right. by, you get some cash, and you leave. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a good gig. Right? Five minutes of stage time. That's the first thing that popped into my head was that one for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has everybody seen Hamilton? No, I haven't. I got to see uh, Eddie Lee play Hamilton. Not in person, yeah. but I saw it on, uh, on uh, what is it, HBO? The Disney? Yeah. 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 yeah, the Disney Plus release, yeah. Disney Plus, whatever mm-hmm. network. It's not this one. Mm-hmm. I saw that. <laughs> one of yeah. the actors from Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns, um, Soulburner, is in Hamilton, or was in Probably yes. will be again. So. Oh, cool! Yeah, will be again. Will be again in September. in September when theaters open. It was amazing. Yeah. I've never seen anything said like it. It was really good. So. Yeah, darn good. Okay then. Okay, uh, so Great. I assume we got everybody on that one. So yeah, let us I'm continue on. Oh, I definitely need to see that as like uh, as some sort of an AMV sometime in the next few months. So got to got to find a, an AMV editor uh, linky up. We need to get that to to happen. All right, this one is from Dante. This is a a general question for all of you. Uh, who inspired you in your careers? Do you want to go? I have a few. Yeah, it's hard to choose. I one. mean, yeah, I'll, I'll probably I'll just name like five or six quick. Um, obviously Carol Burnett, <laughs> obviously Lucille Ball, um, uh, Mo Collins, uh, from Mad TV, um, Pat Carroll, Ursula in, um, The Little Mermaid, hands down one of the best villains ever and one of the best portrayals. And also she also voiced, this is crazy because I grew up listening to Garfield too. And I remember thinking Garfield's grandmother's voice was just so freaking fun and unique and strange and amazing and her laugh was hysterical to me also pat carroll 
didn't find that out until like five years ago. And I was like, that's <laughs> crazy to me. So, um, and she's the sheriff. Funny. Don't forget that sitcom. <laughs> what? Yeah, she was in a sitcom. She's the sheriff with Suzanne Summers. I had no idea. Oh my god. Not a hit. Not a hit. Not a hit. No. But no, those yeah. are a couple of mine. But yeah, I mean, there's always people to inspire. Anyone else? Yeah. Um, I'll do mine quick just in case I, I have to cut before we get to the end of this. Um, mine started with music. I was always uh, drawn towards the people that had that thing that magic thing, whether it, you loved their music or not, just the minute they appeared on screen or whatever it was. Um, I was a big rock and roll fan. I loved Jim Morrison. I thought he was the coolest guy I'd ever seen. Um, Elvis, huge uh, Elvis fan. Um, but as a, probably in my fourth, fifth grade, um, I thought I was Robin Williams. I, I went to school with suspenders. I like the whole work from work stuff, all that kind of co comedy stuff. I just thought he was a genius and uh, totally was, you know, a way for the new kid in school to get friends was to be funny. And that was my thing. So Mork was definitely, or Robin Williams, um, but yeah. And then my mom, my mom was a, a, a performer, my mother, a dancer, a professor of dance. And uh, as a baby and growing up, I would go to the, to the studio with her and watch her teach, watch her dance and all of that sort of stuff. So seeing that someone could be in the arts was definitely an inspiration to follow that path. So, yeah. so cool. I didn't know that, Eric. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I'll piggyback on that. My, I was going to say my parents too, not to be schmoopy. They're both musicians and they kind of showed me that you could have a career in the arts where I think a lot of my friends' parents weren't as supportive of that. And for me, it was kind of like expected almost, you know what I mean? Like I'd be disappointed if I wasn't a, musician or performer of some sort and uh yeah so pat and clive and darren has the best voice you guys you have to hear him sing great so erica has the gorgeous voice oh thank you so for me when, uh, she, when she remembers the lyrics oh <laughs> there's a story for me, all roads have started and will end with mel brooks yes i just i mean as as serious as i try to be as a shakespearean actor and other stuff it, it all just goes back to, he, he inspired me from the beginning. All of his films, all of his screenplays, all of his uh, bits with Carl Reiner. It all begins and ends with Mel Brooks for me. Always mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Good good answer, yes, yes. Yeah. I think um, for me, uh, it was a lot of, uh, like I said, I watched a lot of old vaudeville and a lot of silent and then black and white and things and going up and a lot of animation when I was growing up. So a lot of it was a lot of comedians that you're talking about, but then I also, grew up watching like G.I. Joe, and Starscream and strange things like that and imitating those things on screen, which was which was a big thing um, for me. So a lot of the actors who did who did those were just, I didn't know that that's, you know, I was just like, oh, this is a really fun thing. Never occurred to me, piggybacking on what you guys were talking about, about having family or things in the arts. It, uh, not to sing a chorus line, but I never, it never occurred to us that like that was a thing you could do. And it was until I was doing a theater program called Four Kids on Long Island that there was um, George Castrinos and his wife, Georgia. They uh, they basically like took the whole cast afterwards and they're like, they sat down and talked to us. We had just been doing like something like The Last of the Red Hot Lovers. And they're like, a lot of you are gonna go forward and you guys are gonna do this professionally. And I remember sitting in that room and being like, wait, this is a job? I was <laughs> like, you can do this? 
And I feel like that was the same thing that I felt mm. the first time that I walked into the recording booth. I was like, this is a job. <laughs> I can do this. And um, I guess we did it because it was 25 years later and I'm still mm -hmm. here. So <laughs> still doing it. So it's uh, so yeah, so that was so I was inspired by a lot of theater was a big portion of my life. Uh, I love a lot of the Mel Brooks stuff, and and uh, Robin Williams undeniably a genius. Um, I also I used to lip sync to comedy routines of Steve Martin. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, that was coming. Yeah, and uh, like a lot of guys my age, I uh, spent a lot, you know, a lot of my boyhood and early young manhood sort of wanting to be Harrison Ford, uh, mm. which certainly was not not even a close comparison. And as an actor. Um, I used to watch stuff from other generations. So like Jimmy Stewart and, you know, mm -hmm. Cary Grant and uh, um, a whole a whole bunch of others. But uh, also Daniel Day-Lewis, who's, you know, really more oh. uh, contemporary than that. I mean, he's I just like fantastic. It's not he's not overrated, you know. Definitely so. not. Yeah. Him and, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I think Philip Seymour Hoffman, was, he was amazing. I yeah. saw. I saw uh, we saw that. Uh, Remember that? Yes. I did. <laughs> what did you guys do? I did, and he was very nice to me, even okay. though I was really drunk. I met <laughs> on the streets of New York. He, he didn't hit me. <laughs> not with his fists, with his words. <laughs> always, uh, always a good sign to uh, to, to end a, a meeting like that, let me tell you. Nonviolent is a <laughs> yeah. way to go. <laughs> always, always what we want to strive for. <laughs> so let's uh, strive towards our next question. We'll have uh, Eric answer this one first so that you can skedaddle after that uh, and once again big congratulations to you eric uh so this one is from jorge what other fandom would you like to see have a crossover with Yu-Gi-Oh? oh good question and i already know the answer but i just want to say thank you for having me and it's really great to see all of these faces of my really good friends who i don't get to spend enough time with in person so thank you for uh being part of this panel with me and uh, it's nice to see you sorry i can't stay too late um okay so for those of you who know my fandom uh is uh my favorite fandom is batman uh the dark knight stuff so um i always thought that kaiba could easily have been batman sort of like you know because batman to me what makes batman an interesting character is that to me that sort of genius and uh, evil genius is just one little notch on the meter, right? And so what keeps Batman together is the fact that he's fighting crime, but he could easily have gone the other way and become a villain. Um, same with Kaiba. We see Kaiba's darkness in there, but we also know that when the chips are down, you know, who does he side with to fight a common enemy? But of course, Yugi. So. I like to sort of, especially in Dark Side of Dimensions, I thought we're talking about Bruce Wayne, you know, on steroids here <laughs> with the whole, you know, building a, the, the thing in space. Um, that would be a really cool thing if they cast Kaiba as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. I think that'd be neat. That would be cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to ask you a crossover in terms of not, not a mashup, but like, you know, the, the characters remain who they are. And I'll go off that uh, uh, Avengers stuff. And you know, sort of like the the MCU stuff, and and it would kind of make sense to me that Doctor Strange or Wanda could somehow help those dimensions cross, and you know, and maybe the, the, this uh, trio or this group of friends, however many friends, um, and including Kaiba, um, could could be you know helping to uh, take care of some trouble in that world. Maybe maybe with all the card dueling, it could be like like the hands of fate or the hands of justice. You know, like you have a hand of cards. 
Um, but um, anyway, so yeah, that's that's where I would like for them to play, and then they could go back to their own little world. That would be fun. Nice. Maybe um, Scooby Doo would be fun. <laughs> you say Scooby Doo? Yes, because I love Scooby Doo. Bye, Eric. Love you. I do. Aww. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't All know right. who would play who and who would morph together, but I I think Scooby Doo would be super interesting mm. and fun. Mm. I think it would be hysterical hearing you try to pronounce the card's names. I I, I would say like I, I would like to see a crossover like something just completely not anime, not animated, like uh, live action. I like to see right, like, Roger Rabbit action a sitcom that's yeah, <laughs> skew like like Thirty Rock. World. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Or, or what about? <laughs> or what about? What about what about what? Law and Order? What about Law and Order? Oh my <laughs> god! That was serious. That's fantastic. Serious, yeah. answer, serious question. You're going too far. I love it. <laughs> just like, your better. Is, your answer is better than my answer. My answer was gonna. I was gonna say, Lisa, we should team up. Do like a Pokemon versus Yu-Gi-Oh, monsters versus monsters thing. I mean, that would be great. The of monsters. I was going to add some airbenders in there, nice. uh, which I thought would be good, but then they might blow the card decks away. But uh, I also <laughs> thought then for no reason, maybe My Little Pony would be great. <laughs> no, no explanations. Just there. Yes. Just that there. Be hilarious. Because friendship is powerful. You guys, there the is the cards, power of friendship. Friend, yeah. The power of friendship is here in the cards. That's right. Be a friendship battle. But I would I'd be down <laughs> with that. Better I'd be more. down with that, Darren, too. Yes. Make some calls. Make some calls. Yeah. Dear Hasbro. <laughs> so before we move on to our next question, just a quick reminder, uh, even though we are ticking down to the end of our panel, there is still plenty of time to get your one-to-ones with our wonderful guests here over at galaxycon.com. So do not delay. If you haven't done that yet, there is still plenty of time. So let us go on to our next question. As I write this very strongly worded letter to Hasbro to petition this wonderful, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful crossover. Yes, oh, okay. So I'm probably going to butcher this name. I apologize to you in the chat. Uh, I'm going to assume you too. <laughs> if your character or characters appeared on Iron Chef, what dish would they cook? Hmm. I'd like, I'd like to think that, that, that Joey's a good cook, but he's probably not. So, uh, toast. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I think it's a family thing because I was going to say I was thirteen. I probably made PB and J. That was it. That's yeah. what I could handle. Yeah. That's I mean, my, they you don't know. bank on Iron Chef, do they? Because I could see like Dark Magician Girl making cupcakes right cupcakes. and there's lemon cupcakes. magician girl and apple magician girl exactly. <laughs> yes and then you could put or, or pancakes and put different toppings on each yeah. one okay so we'll, we'll send her over to the great british bake-off done i see everybody's already eating better than the wheeler family what's <laughs> yuki doing <laughs> yes we could I see Yugi is, uh, yuki is more of uh, i think a uh, a chicken nuggets and french fry kid um <laughs> I think, yami, I think yami as a pharaoh maybe like roasted crocodile from the nile I don't know. nice huh. pegasus pegasus had like a gorgonzola cheese Yo, red yeah. wine thing yeah. remember from it was in the tv show or the movie or some something sophisticated and stanky and, and some wine <laughs> didn't he often have wine fruit yeah we juice. call it fruit juice but oh right 
Grape is a fruit. Yeah, it is. Grape is a fruit. So there we go. We have uh, the the culinary stylings of the, the Yu-Gi-Oh crew. <laughs> and this will probably be our last one. We'll see uh, after we get our answers. So our next potentially last question comes from Styles. If you could hang out with any character you've portrayed, hmm. who would you choose and why? It's a great question. Hmm. It had to be a character you portrayed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Good there's a lot character. of characters. I, I, I did a one or two lines for uh, Professor X, Charles Xavier. Mm. I think he'd be interesting to talk to because he's got a lot to say. Or at least there's a lot that he knows. Just read your mind. Oh, you might even not even bother to talk. Yeah, you know, actually, maybe that's the other reason why I'd like to talk to him. I don't have to do any of the work. <laughs> yeah, just sit there. <laughs> you do all the talking. Okay. Find I... what you want. Don't look around too much. Maybe Emma Frost, maybe. I don't know, just to see what all about her duality and figure out what's mm. going on inside her mind. I don't know. This, I'll tell you who I would want to talk to is Cyrus from GX. <laughs> <laughs> pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> there was like a. On I, got, I, I think a lot of the, the characters that I've done, like the, the, the higher profile ones, I don't think I could get a word in. Mm. So <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to hang out. Like they'd be talking at me the entire time. Did you all work on Funky Cops? I, I would guess most of you probably did, oh, right? Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I did not. Well, and did and not. Eric would remember, I played this like creepy. CSI mortician guy who like he didn't have you know he dropped by every few episodes but and there was more to the story sure I'm sure he's probably seen some stuff and so I I, I would hang out with him for a while until <laughs> I wouldn't want to anymore. I think I would I would just hang out with Lytton because it's a cat you wouldn't you wouldn't have to talk that much It'd be very easy uh, and like it could be best friends with your cats so it'd be great it could be yeah it could be best friends or it could light them on fire either which way and it would be a fun experience win-win give them superpowers I, that makes me come off in a wrong light i just don't light any cats don't it's bad bad they'd be good friends it's good yeah, yeah, yeah stay on that take it out of post Aaron. Yeah. Please, please, please do. <laughs> on the fire, nay. <laughs> and with that, uh, we are actually going to start wrapping it up here. Uh, once again, big thanks to all of you for coming on out, spending some time here with us over at the Galaxy Con live stage. Not just our wonderful panelists, but all of you out there in the live chat. If you do have a one-to-one, -one, now would be the time to go into your email, click the link, and get queued up to have your one-to-one. -one. And for all the rest of you, Head on over to galaxycon.com. We have stuff going on every single weekend. So go on and check that out. Check out our cool merch. You know the drill. And for everybody here, thank you seriously once again. This has been another wonderful, wonderful time uh, getting to chat with y'all, hear some great stories. Uh, always, always a pleasure. <laughs> it's always fun. Thanks, thank you. Mario. You're great. You're a great host. And I, um, mm -hmm. I love you guys. Love you back. Yeah, I gotcha. Bye, everybody. And we are we are going to share the love with all of you one more time. Thank you so much to all of you who tuned in. We will be back with some more GalaxyCon live over the course of the weekend. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, stay informed, and we'll see you again soon at GalaxyCon. Take care, y'all. <laughs>